Peace be unto you, brothers and sisters. I am your host, the Apostle Reuben. This is a continuation of a uh, podcast I was doing that was called Gods in Control, No Spirits Warring Here. And um, that podcast was cut short due to the fact that um, some things were going on. But what I wanted to um, do in this continuation of that podcast episode, which isn't going to be too long, is go over some scripture that I did not in the first podcast or, or the last podcast I've done. So um, the question would be asked, how could you say that um, there wasn't a war between God and Satan. You know, Revelations chapter 12 does talk about in um, and this is what people don't realize. It, it, it talks about it here. And there was a war in heaven and Michael and his angels fought against the dragon and his angels fought fought and uh, his angels. So we see clearly a war between angels. And you're telling us that based upon the Bible, there was no war between angels. Yes, I'm telling you that because brothers and sisters, I'm going to make something clear to you. The Bible is 66 books. 66 books, not one verse. You can't go to one verse and determine was not supported by the Bible. We cannot go to 1 Samuel 16 and see God sending an evil spirit, David playing with the harp in verse 23 of 1 Samuel 16 and the evil spirit leaving. If you notice, 1 Samuel 6, 14 says, 1 Samuel 16, verse 14 says, but the spirit of the Lord departed from Saul. So Saul had the spirit of the Lord at first. The spirit of the Lord is another name for the Holy Ghost. Let me show you. The book of Acts. Let's go back to the book of Acts. The book of Acts chapter 5. This is Ananias. Ananias and Sapphira, the wife. When you read in verse 3 of Acts chapter 5, it says, But Peter said to Ananias, he says, Why has Satan filled thine heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? Now, that is verse 3. Let's see what happens in verse 9. When his wife comes in and tells a lie as well. Acts 5 and 9 says, Then Peter said unto her, How is it that ye have agreed together to tempt the Spirit of the Lord? Behold, the feet of them which buried thy husband are at the door and shall carry thee out. So the Holy Ghost was also called the Spirit of the Lord. So the Spirit of the Lord was on Saul, but watch. It says an evil spirit from the Lord troubled him. You know, brothers and sisters, at some point, the Bible doesn't contradict itself. God, it says an evil, evil means a spirit of transgression. 
from the Lord. A devil came from God into Saul. We read in 1 Kings 22, verse 22, And the Lord said unto him, Wherewith? And he said, I will go forth, and I will be a lying spirit in the mouth of all his prophets. And he said, Thou shalt persuade him and prevail also. Go forth and do so. God told this lying spirit to go into the mouth of Ahab's prophets, and he will persuade them and prevail. 2 Samuel, here is an angel, 2 Samuel 24, here is an angel, here is an angel, 2 Samuel 24, 16, and when the angel stretched out his hand upon Jerusalem and destroyed it, the Lord repented of him the evil, because why? The evil, why? why? Let's look back, because see, you preachers, the preachers have done a disservice to the people by not telling them the nature of God. I have a podcast episode, brothers and sisters, that you really need to see called Does God Hate? It's an older podcast episode, but it is worth listening to. Genesis 3 verse 22 says this, And the Lord God said, Behold, man has become as one of us to know good and evil. And now lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. So God created evil. It says this, it says it in Isaiah 45, verse 7. I form the light, I created darkness, I make peace and create evil. I the Lord doeth all these things. See, a lot of people saying, Well, God created satan the devil no satan satan is a product of evil the first devil in the garden was a man based on genesis 3 14 when it says all the days of thy life now we know according to luke 20 verse 36 and I tell you, and I tell you, you got to have the Bible to prove things instead of listening to the mouth of a pastor. Luke 20, verse 36, it says, Neither can they die anymore, for they are equal to the angels, and they are children of God, being children of the resurrection. That's Luke 20, 36. Angels cannot die, but Genesis 3, 14 says, You shall eat the dust all the days of your life. Life means you're going to die. It's not a trick there. Well, somebody said, "Well, wait, wait, wait. You, you, you're not right. You, you, you're not reading all the Bible because it says in the book of First Peter. See, and see, you know, they try to go to different uh, chapters and verses, but they ain't never went back to the First Testament to investigate the history. So when they say, "Well, look at this," Second Peter two verse four, it says, "For if God spared not the angels that sinned." That because sin is what fallen means. When we look at the book of, I'm going to show you something. When we look at the book of Hosea, chapter 14, 
Let me show you that fallen means sin. Going to show you Hosea. If I can get there. Hosea chapter 14, verse 1. I'm just going to read this. It said, O, o Israel, return unto the Lord thy God, for thou hast fallen in thine iniquity. So these angels, First, Second Peter 2, verse 4 again. For if God spared not the angels that sinned, but cast them down to hell, and delivered them unto the ch in chains of darkness, to be res reserved unto the judgment. But if you look at verse 5, it says, And spared not the old world, but saved Noah, the eighth person, a preacher of righteousness, bringing in the flood upon the world of the ungodly. Why would it go to, and, and you know, they I say they try to con you out of the text, but if you put it in the context, as they say, the exegesis, why would he go from angels to Noah? See, they want you to think that these angels are talking about the heavenly beings. No, they're not. And I'm going to show you it's not talking about that. Because how can we read angels doing the will of God, evil spirits from the Lord, brothers and sisters, angels are doing the will of God. We read, we just read in the Old Testament. Don't forget the thought. First Samuel 16, 14, an evil spirit from the Lord went in the south. We just read in, in 1 Kings 22, 22, that an evil a spirit stepped up and said he would go deceive the prophets of Ahab. God said, go ahead and do it. We just saw a spirit in 2 Samuel 24, 16, kill 70,000 Israelites. And God says, stay thine hand. Let's look at 2 Kings. Look at, look at the iniquity being committed by angels, and God knows it. You see it. So what? what, what how, which one went into prison, and which one just get, kept doing it? Wait, it doesn't make sense. 2 Kings. 2 Kings 19, verse 35. It says this. And it came to pass that that night that the angel of the Lord went out and smote the camp of the Assyrians and hundred, fourscore, and five thousand. And when they arose early in the morning, behold, there were all dead corpses. Listen, brothers and sisters. How, which angels... Because these angels are committing death. Death is a sin. Evil. So how can we determine which angels are cast down and which ones? Because all, all I see is angels doing is the will of God. That's what I see over and over again. Evil works for the Lord. Punishing works for the Lord. Like it says in Psalms 78, verse 49. So these spirits have to be identified by the Bible in a scripture. And the best 
place they would do would have this is Genesis 6 and 5 when it says, And the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair, and they looked upon them, look, took them wives of all which they had chosen. So they said that the sons of God here is talking about angels. But when we go back to Luke 3.38, brothers and sisters, Luke 3.38, Luke 3.38, because this is where these stories come from. Luke chapter 3, verse 38, it says, which was the son of Enos, which was the son of Seth, which was the son of Adam, which was the son of God. So Adam was called the son of God as well. And quite naturally in thought, Adam's sons would be the sons of God. That's why in Genesis chapter three, I mean, excuse me, Genesis chapter six, um, verse three, because we read verse two, Genesis six and two, excuse me. Genesis 6 and 2 says that the sons of God saw the daughters of men that they were fair and took them wives of all which they chose. But watch this. It says, and the Lord said, my spirit, which is my breath, shall not always strive with man for that he is also flesh. So the sons of man were flesh. So how did they get 2 Peter 2 and 4? What were exactly with angels? continuing on sinning according to the will of God punishing because he's the author of evil. He was, uh, he, he could, and, and even Job, when we went over Job, when we went over Job, brothers and sisters, we saw God say this, and I want you to listen very carefully. We saw this said by God. And be, be sure to listen. Job chapter 1 verse 12 says, And the Lord said unto Satan, Behold, all that he has is in thy power. Only upon himself put not forth thine hand. So Satan went from the presence of the Lord. The Lord told Satan, All that he has is in your hands. That means God again gave Satan leave to put the things that were that came upon Job on him. Satan didn't do it on his own. Satan didn't rebel. God told him what he has is in your power. I see no rebellion in the book from angels to God. I don't see it. Now they can go to Isaiah chapter 14 and say, oh, you know, they could they could they could try to say, um, well, see, it says in Isaiah 14, 12, oh, 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 art thou fallen from heaven, O Lucifer? Which one? I see no angel in this Bible fitting this scripture. I don't see a point. I don't see a backup scripture for this. I see this being made. There has to be a backup scripture because all they'll do is go from here to Revelations 12. There is, but look how many instances an angel has done evil for the Lord. So it doesn't make sense. The Lord brings chaos upon people. 
where's the war? This this doesn't talk about a war. Because if you break Isaiah 14, verse 12 on down and keep reading, it'll tell you in verse 16, they that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee and consider thee saying, is this the man? Listen, is this the man that made the earth to tremble that did shake kingdoms? They never read down that far. Because the Lucifer isn't talking about an angel. The Lucifer is a, Lucifer means light bearer. And of course, we know that Paul had something to say about that in 2 Corinthians 11. 2 Corinthians 11, when he says, And marvel no, for Satan himself can transform himself into an angel of light. Therefore, it is no a great thing if his ministers also be transformed as the ministers of righteousness, whose end shall be according to their works. Whose end? Whose end? Angels cannot have an end. So this is not talking about spirits. This is talking about man. Watch this. Revelation. Revelation. I see somebody confronted me about this, and I told him, I, I go ahead and do a, 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 a little part to, to it. It won't be too long. I told him. Revelation 2.13, it says, I know thy works and where thou dwellest, even where Satan's seat is. Watch. It's not underground in the fire. And thou holdest fast my name and has not denied my faith, even those days where Antipas was my faithful martyr, who was slain among you where Satan dwelleth. The dwelling was on the earth. And it says this in verse 9 of Revelations 2. I know thy works in tribulation and poverty, but thou art rich. And I know the blasphemy of them which say they are Jews and are not but the synagogue of Satan. So you have people calling themselves Jews, but God, Christ reveals that they're the synagogue of Satan. Satan is the Jews. They're Satan. There's no spirit on earth doing these works. Man is doing these works with that spirit behind them. That's why it says in Psalms, Psalms, Psalms 109. So you need chapter and verse. Psalms 109 verse 6 says, Set thou a wicked man over him, and let Satan stand at his right hand. Watch this. When he shall be judged, let him be condemned and let his prayer become sin. See, brothers and sisters, the greatest deception that man has done is to convince you he's not Satan. He wants you to believe when he, when he makes his movies, he wants you to believe in the spirits going in and out of people and, and he wants to make you believe that it's some invisible force. 
Meanwhile, he's creating all the chaos. This is why it says this in 2 Thessalonians 2. Watch. 2 Thessalonians 2. I'm going to get this read, brothers and sisters, so I can, I'm, I'm showing you. 2 Thessalonians 2. And uh, I want to read verse 9. 2 Thessalonians 2 and 9 says, Even him, the him, is man, whose coming is after the workings of Satan. With all power, he has power and signs, and he has signs and lying wonders. Watch this. This is his job. This is what this man is doing. He's doing the workings of Satan. This is the job. Verse 10. And with all deceivableness and unrighteousness, we know that all unrighteousness is sin. 1 John 5, 17. And them that perish, that are going to die, because they receive not the love of the truth, that they might be saved. The love of the truth, the truth, what is the truth? Romans 2 and 20. Let's read it. Romans 2 and 20. The preachers have no answer for this one. They have no answer for this scripture. Paul writes it in your face. If you didn't get it in Psalms 119 verse 151 and Malachi 2 and 6, Paul is going to take the bat upside the head. Let's read it. Romans 2 and 20 says, An instructor of the foolish, a teacher of babes, which has the form of knowledge and of truth, and of truth, and of truth in the law. My Bible says the truth is in the law. And that is what people try to avoid. And that is Satan. You know, they try to avoid truth being in the law, but you can't do that. But Satan's job that works through man tries to get you to believe that the truth is not in the law. So there is no saving for you. That's Satan's job, to take you away from the law. And when you understand that these angels, Psalms 103, Psalms 103, verse 20, show you this. Psalms 103, verse 20 says, bless the Lord, ye his angels that excel in strength, that do his commandments, hearkening to the voice of his word. Verse 21, bless ye the Lord, all ye his hosts, ye ministers of his that do his pleasure. Now the host of Israel, the host, the host here is found in Exodus 12, 41. All the hosts of Israel. This is talking about Israel. These angels are talking about the children of Israel. Just because you angels just mean messengers. And there is no way that when you talk about the spirits in prison, because I've done a, a podcast episode, I think it was taken down, called The Spirits in Prison. What well, that episode was a top episode I had, but it's gone now. I I really didn't uh think that. It could go anywhere, but it, you know, some people say they still see it, but I, I haven't seen it. Um, those spirits in prison 
where they say that, well, Christ is talking about what well, Peter is talking about the dead and the angels that are down in the ground and all this and all that. And brothers and sisters, it's just been a, it, it, like I said in my last podcast episode, it takes years to learn the Bible. And if you're never taught, it takes one time for you to believe a lie. And you could take that lie to your grave. If there is a war in heaven, then there has there cannot be scripture in the Bible that says that angels done evil and God knew it. How could some angels be cast away for evil and these angels are able, if an angel is able to kill 70,000, 2 Samuel 24, 16. And 2 Kings 19.35, one angel is able to kill 185,000. We're talking about death, man. We're talking about killing. And you sit here and you look at the book of Psalms chapter 35. I'm going to show you. Psalms chapter 35, verse 5 says, let them be as chaff before the wind. He's talking about those that seek his hurt, David. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Verse 6, let their way be dark and slippery, and that the angel of the Lord persecute them. Wait a minute. Doesn't say the devil. It's his angel of the Lord. Let the angel of the Lord persecute them. Let the angel of the Lord chase them. Which angels are going, which, which ones? I mean, what, how can, there's a, there is a large contradiction. And it's not by God, brothers and sisters. These, the, the, the contradiction goes to which spirits are bound for evil, and these one, the ones I'm reading unto you, have committed evil and are not bound. It's called being deceived. The greatest trick man has ever done is to make you think that Satanism isn't himself. Satan is man himself, the works coming through a people. And brothers and sisters, you already know who rules the world. Doesn't have to be, it's not rocket science. Not rocket science. War in heaven is not talking about, John is not alluding back to Genesis. John is prophesying he saw a war in heaven. Which one? It's three of them. My suggestion to you, brothers and sisters, is that you understand that this talking about heaven number two. This last, I'm going to read you this last chapter and verse. If I'm able. Last chapter. Let's go to the book of Habakkuk 3, verse 16. Let me show you what the prophet Habakkuk said. He said this, when I heard my belly trembled, my lips quivered at the voice. Rottenness entered into my bones, and I trembled in myself that I might rest in the 
day in the day of trouble, day of trouble, that when he, the Lord, cometh unto the people, this is the Lord, he will invade them with his troops. Who are those troops? The angels. The war in heaven is not talking about where God dwells. The war in heaven is between man and when God returns to destroy him. What do you think Christ's going to do when he come out that sky? What do you think he's going to do, folks? Hug everybody? No. Like it says in Jeremiah 25. This is why I done a podcast episode that says what the churches hide, the return of Christ with the churches hide. Jeremiah 25 verse this is why this is written jeremiah 25 verse um, 31 then i'm going to read 33 and it says and a noise shall jeremiah 25 31 a noise shall come even from the ends of the earth for the lord has a controversy with the nations he will plead with all flesh and he will give them that are wicked the sword saith the lord verse 33 and the slain of the lord shall be at that day when he returns from one end of the earth even unto the other end of the earth and they shall not be lamented neither gathered nor buried they shall be as dung upon the ground brothers and sisters when christ returns there's going to be a lot of death death the war in heaven is going to be him coming down with two hits hit man man hits the ground the righteous shall be saved Matthew 23, Matthew 13, verse 20, 43. Matthew 13, verse 43. Shalom, brothers.